Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, howdy, hey, what's going on? And there's this little thing called Christmas around the corner, John, and I'm still not done. Okay, shop, shop, take drop, drop. Yeah, I got to do it this week. Thought I was getting off for the next two weeks, and I'm off Monday, but after that, I'm not sure. It, it's getting very sad for me. I wanted a couple weeks off, which... Don't look like I'm getting it, John. So that doesn't make me too happy. Uh, you were gonna have a nice holiday break, and they all crashed and burned on you. Yeah, another casino, more work at other casinos. We got work in like five casinos right now. I mean, I roam around the casinos in Atlantic City like you do Disney World. <laughs> if you fall, <laughs> <laughs> so. And I'm sure some people like to be there. The Brigada that I've been in, I don't know if you've seen some pictures I've showed you. The Brigada is really beautiful. It's actually the Brigada is in at the tip of Atlantic City, which is right at the base of the bridge that goes into Brigantine. And Brigantine is a beautiful beach town. So that end of town is very beautiful. And I like the ocean and the hard rock casinos. The, tr- the casinos are nice, but the rest of AC, not so much, John. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard one block off of the ocean, right? So. Yeah, it's about it, dude. And you don't want to roam around anywhere. You don't want to get lost at night. That's all I'm telling you. So, but how was uh, Lisa's last chemo? Uh, actually, it's Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday okay. Is the last chemo, so. I, uh, Tuesday is the last one. Yeah. I'm praying it to go by so quick, John. I thought it was this past Tuesday. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So Monday we're going to uh, Epcot Magic Kingdom to pre-celebrate. And then uh, Tuesday is their last chemo. Wednesday's their last uh, follow-up shot for chemo. So, yeah, I was at a cast conviction the other night, and they had these little Mickey Mouse wish- wishables for a dollar a piece. So I bought um, like ten of those to pass out to all the nurses at the oncologist office. Oh, that was Thank sweet. You. Yeah, just a little thank you for. I mean, because 
Uh, honestly, uh, Lisa absolutely loves them people. I mean, they are the, seem to be the sweetest people in the entire world. So it, it takes something special to be a nurse in the first place, but then to be an oncologist nurse, it, it really is. So, God oh, bless well, don't tell anybody, but look how special Judith is. Don't tell her I said I'm this, how, how sweet and lovely she is. You know what I'm saying. But. You know, there's a, there's a woman at work that started about uh, probably a year after I did, and she sounds just like Judith. I swear. She must, it sounds like they, uh, they uh, live next door to each other or something. And so when I when I go into a break room and she's talking, I have to stop for a minute and listen to her talk. Just so I get a, I get a little uh, a little Judith. So yeah, it's pretty nice. What? She have a voice of an angel, John. <laughs> uh, more of a Boston accent. There you go. Okay. See, and 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 she calls you the nice one, John. See, I'm being an angel myself <laughs> over here to her. And, okay. But now, while we'll be praying Tuesday goes well, and hopefully by Christmas Day she's feeling back to herself again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the she's pretty excited about going to Disney and stuff. And it was the for the first time in the. Uh, I mean, Lisa loves her cats, um, and so for the first time in the longest time, she was uh, singing to her cats the other day, telling them she's going to Disney. World. So I felt. It, it almost brought a tear to my eye, I have to be honest. There you go. That's nice awesome. To, nice, to, nice to hear her in really good spirits again. So. That is awesome. You know, we've been praying along every day. We think of her. You know we do. We don't, I'd be more of a pain in the butt if, you, if, if I didn't feel like I'd annoy you by calling you so much. So. <laughs> no, she's, she's doing all right. So uh, yeah, one more, and then, then we'll go from there. So. Yeah. So far, so good. I know you talk to me more than you need to on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to you more than I do my relatives. I know that. So. Yeah, well, after all this, John, I would kind of think we're almost our relatives at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, my uh, my my sisters, that's for sure. So. There you go. Bye. And did you see that the uh, Grim Grinning guys, they put out another podcast. They're coming back, which is good to hear. Oh, great, great. Good to hear. So I listened to their show the other day. They're talking about coming down for a guy's trip, and they're going down. The ones going down to run in the marathon, and they're coming down again. So and they they were angry about some of the things we are with uh, Genie Plus and having to pay extra for uh, Fast Pass and all. So it was nice to hear uh, they were on our side instead of. Uh, Saying everything is peachy keen and beautiful down there, sunshine and roses, like some of the other shows, you know, that can never, I can never say a bad thing. I mean, I don't know some of these shows that I like. I know Diz Unplugged says their share too. So Pete Warner, Pete Warner, be keeping it real, all right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah, he doesn't pull any punches either. I mean, he's a. I think I'm a little more pragmatic. I'm a little more crotchety when it comes old crotchety man when it comes to pricing and stuff like that he's a little bit more old and crotchety when it comes to the food and eating at places so i yeah. seen him walk into my restaurant i'd be a little uh worried terrified yeah i'd be a little bit worried seeing him come in so but i'd be making sure my best maitre d my best waitress and my best chef was on on the on duty that night so exactly no but it was nice to have the grim grinning guys back it's nice to see them i mean nice to hear them so i'm um, looking forward to new shows coming out i know a lot of the friends of this show will be happy to hear them 
uh, Bob Danke's down there enjoying Christmas again. I mean, Bob lives his best life. I mean, I, I think he's at Disney World now more with his son working down there than he was than he's home. Yeah, yeah, he is here quite often, isn't he? Yeah, he, God bless him. I'm glad he is. He's down there visiting the boys, so and they're roaming around. They're every, they're all over the place. I mean, showing all the Christmas decorations and everything. Oh my God, it was. I'm living vicariously through them this past couple of weeks. So, you've been uh, seeing a lot of that. That's one of the positive things, John. That probably uh, I know you don't miss driving at night, but I bet it was a lot more beautiful driving at night with all the Christmas lights and all up. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can see a lot of the decorations around the resorts, but it's not like I get out of the bus ever and go into the lobbies and stuff like that to really check out any of the inside decorations. So, um, and it, it, I miss uh, actually more than anything, I miss seeing some of the fireworks at night. Um, that was nice, but it's not worth fighting that traffic and getting home at 2 o'clock in the morning. So, no, yeah. not at all. But I, I bet it would be nice to drive around and see all the christmas lights the resorts actually lit up because they have a lot of lights going on at nighttime and stuff like that so i bet that would that that's one of the best all kid inside with money everything i bitch moan and complain about the re, the decorations are second to none they were absolutely beautiful down there so i wish i was down I there was, right now to see them i was waiting to clock out today and i was talking to uh one of the uh, women bus drivers there, we were, we were talking about uh, how far I have to drive on the way home. And uh, I was telling her, well, yeah, today's not too bad. I'll do my podcast on the way home. And she was asking me about the podcast. And I, and I told her, well, it's a Disney podcast. We talk about the news. And then Doug bitches about prices for about an hour. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It sums it up. Yeah, you know, in, in a nutshell. So nah. I, I complain about gas, uh, Doug uh, bitches about prices, and we call it a day. So. Well, hopefully she listens and and doesn't get tired. Because I bet some of our listeners are getting tired of hearing me bitching, though, and I would be. <laughs> but I can't imagine. I listen to the same podcast. You want to talk about bitching and moaning, though, because I get a... I listen to a lot of podcasts because I work alone a lot. If you, I mean, I have guys with me, but well, what I do for a living, you're not working hand in hand all the time. You're in your own unit. You're in your own area. Like if I, if we have eight, ten guys on a job, usually none of us are really always working within a couple feet from each other. We're always in a different area of the building. And uh, I listen to podcasts all the time. I listen to my fantasy football ones, though, but I listen to celebrity podcast, news podcast. Dude, celebrities are the biggest whiners, bitchers, and moaners I have ever listened to in my life. I mean, everything they do. I mean, I, you listen to these millionaires. I went in the other day, and I went to craft services, and they didn't have what I was looking for. And I asked for it, and they act like I was being mean to them. And, like, I can't believe we had to do this take, like, three times. Oh, I hear you. It's like... The, the stuff they complain about, John, we'd all we'd all jump up and down to have to do for I'm sanding like eight hours straight, and I'm listening to somebody complain about they didn't have the food they wanted at craft services the other day. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it just, but I'll listen to them, and it, it kind of puts us all back into reality, dude. It really does. <laughs> it really does. But, yeah, I don't bitch as quite as much as they do, John. But Well, there you go. Now, my eagle's looking good, Johnny. Yeah, uh, Buccaneers look like warmed over dog do. 
So, you know, uh, Doug, I think this year, if I had the choice, I would give the NFC South division to an extra uh, wild card. Uh, can we do that? You know, I, I think if you're a division, I think that should be a rule from now on. If your division winner isn't 500. Yeah, exactly. It goes, it goes to another wild card because that, that, that's just sad. Everybody in the NFC South is disgusting. Just yeah. Disgusting. I've said that many a times. If you don't have a winning record, if the if the lead, division leader does not have a 500 or above record, it should go to the next best team. Yeah, they don't deserve I mean, it. I, I know they're in the in a, a different league, but a team like the Miami Dolphins may not make the playoffs. And you know, I I realize that's a different division, but still, there's there's plenty of teams in in uh, the NFC that that won't make the playoffs because somebody from the South has to take it. It's just, that's just sad. Yeah, somebody in the South needs to go on like a four-game running streak or something to get their crap together. Like Yeah, to, to at least make it look reasonable. I mean... I mean, uh, Carolina's won four out of the last five since they fired their coach and got rid of Baker. And then Baker goes out to the Rams. Oh, this portion of the show is being yeah, brought yeah. to you by the Adventures <laughs> of Peas and Carrots. And... Carmen Myrtle Beach. Carmen and Brian in Myrtle Beach. So, But anyhow, no. Then he goes to the Rams and looks like the Heisman Trophy winner he was, you know? So, but no. Yeah, so, Carolina got, and, and they got rid of uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, too. And then all of a sudden, they win games. But yeah. What the hell is that about? Yeah, I have no clue what that's about, dude. It's just uh, that whole con- that whole division. And, and I'm sorry. I know Judith and Tommy will be mad at me, but. Tommy should have retired two years ago after the Super Bowl. He should have been done. Yeah, I mean, he should have just called it a day, dude, because he looks absolutely hard. And I know, okay, so let's put it this way. Yeah, they can argue. I still think Montana's the greatest quarterback of all time because he could actually be hit back when they played. But if you want to call Tom, Tom's a GOAT. Tom's a Hall of Famer. Tom's one of the greatest. You can call him the greatest. I won't argue with you about it. But... The last two years, to me, it, it he he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league right now. I'm not going to say he ain't the worst in the NFL. He's better than half. But better than half isn't Tom Brady. It's just a shame to watch him. It's horrible to watch him. And, and, and then seeing him cry more than he normally does is even more annoying. Well, and, and the bad part is Tom Brady is not the future of the Buccaneers. No. And so we, we don't have a chance to... To get out and because what are you going to do? Bench Tom Brady? No, you're not going to bench Tom Brady. No. You can't do it. Only so, Tom Brady I mean, benches Tom Brady. Yeah, and we so we the the Bucks themselves look into the future. They don't have a chance to to see if I, I doubt if Taggart is the future, and I uh, unfortunately I don't know if Trask is either. But nonetheless, I mean, it would be nice to see these guys given a chance. No, nobody thought that. Tom was the future either. Yeah, that may be true. Nobody thought Tom was the future. Nobody thought Purdy. Look at Purdy with the Niners right now. Trey Lance might not get his job back. Garofalo might not get his job back. (laughs) Go figure. You don't know. Nobody wanted uh, Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. Everybody's like, why is Howie Roseman drafting a quarterback in the second round? Because he was the best value of what was left on the board. That's why he took him. And he's a winner. Yeah, look at him, Jeff. Yep. So you don't know, but you got to give somebody a chance. And, you know, Tom should have saved his marriage, not worried about playing football, in my opinion. And Ben with his family, he had enough, enough already. But anyhow, it's sad to watch it. And, and I, like Tommy and me disagreed, our buddy Tommy, who I love. 
I said it reminds me of when Jordan went to the Wizards. Now, Tommy said that uh, Tommy went to and got a Super Bowl at Tampa Bay, and Jordan never did that with the Wizards. But the Tamp Tommy won the Super Bowl, but Tampa Bay was a complete team. The Wizards never had a complete team. If if they'd have had if if he'd have had four All Pros around him in Washington, he might have won a, a championship too. Tom was not as good in. And when he at Tampa Bay, he was in his prime at New England. Tampa Bay had a phenomenal team, and he played great. Am I am I wrong? No, that that year everything worked out well. I mean, he was a he a was very phenomenal. Important part, yeah, yes, know, a very important part of it. But yeah, they they had a they had a good defense. They every and and above all else, Doug, you know this as well as I do. They stayed healthy that year. Yeah, and exactly. That's one of the biggest things in the NFL. I mean, this year. Uh, got the the amount of injuries they've had, so the injury yeah. bug bit bad this year. And yeah. you've had the same thing with the Eagles. You yeah. know, I I've mean, had it before. Yeah, never can tell. It's so frustrating. Yep, but it is what it is. So, but anyhow, who uh, made the playoffs in our leagues, John? You know what? I haven't even had a chance to look. Um, I know uh, from what I've told, uh, been told. Uh, uh, I set my team up, so apparently I'm in there. Well, your wife beat me last week, so that was so nice of her. She is a sweetheart. Yeah, she loves me so, 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 so much. But, no, I got the league here right now. All right, so who do you have tomorrow, Doug? France or Argentina? Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah. Viva la France! I'm looking here, and I'm playing Lisa again this week. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably two weeks. So probably this week and next week because the playoffs, right? Yeah, it's like a, I'm trying to see the way the stack up is here. Uh, standings. I didn't think I made the playoffs. I was a losing record. But Tommy has the best record. Boma Bomb at eleven. Boma Bomber, Boma Boma Bombers at eleven and three. <laughs> and then you're at ten and four at Petey's Pirates. Then no extra magic hours, which is Evan, which is eight and six. And then your son Ewok Equalizers at eight and six. And then in the other division, it's Monorail Bob at ten and four. Bangers and Mash at nine and five. And then the Pixie Dusters at 9 and 5. And I think Judith didn't make the playoffs. I think it's the top four. So. It's, it's, it's very. The brackets here are a pain in the butt right now. Yeah, so. Uh, right now, Tommy Lee's playing Bangers and Mash. I'm playing Lisa. Which I lost to Lisa last week, so I got to beat her this week. And you're beating, who are you playing, John? Petey's Pirates, you're playing Monorail Bob, so. Good luck all to right. all. Good luck to all. And I'm in the playoffs. I clinched first round buys in both of my dynasty leagues, thank goodness. No, look at you. Yeah. Well, I, well, the sad part is, thank God, and I had Jonathan Taylor, because I'm still going for total points. Jonathan Taylor caught first pass of the game and hurt his ankle again. I got him in one of my other leagues, so it figures. Yeah, he hurt his ankle. First catch of the game. Or, yeah, one pass, first play of the game, out. So, 
Oh, I went out Christmas shopping today, John, again, and holy moly, the idiots are everywhere, John. You ain't got to tell me. No. Merry Christmas, but watching some people, like, the when people go out and buy the, all these idiots that, and I'll say idiots, and I don't care that I'm saying it. If you he means out, that it, he means that it's a term of endearment. Yes, but <laughs> these idiots that go out and buy these big trucks, four-door quad cabs, eight-foot bed, six-foot bed, and they can't drive them, dude. They can't park them. When it gets to days like today, at least five or six times it happened to you where the dude, like, doing a five-point K-turn to back out of a lot, a spot, because yep. they can't turn around because the whole parking lot's full. They can't pull it in. They can't back it out. It's it just like, you should have, like, they do driving tests, right? If you go out and buy, like, a new Dodge Challenger or Hellcat, the, you know, the 700 horsepower ones and all that, if you had to go out and buy, and and when you buy one of them, you got to do a, they got to do a driver's test with you. Make sure you can handle it. With these trucks, you should have to do the same damn things. They'll get these big Chevy four-wheel drives now because you can buy them now. Like, remember when we were kids, when you bought the trucks, you'd have to put the lift kits on them? Now they yeah. sell them with the factory lift kits. They can't even see. They can't drive it. They should have to take a driver's test with them, too. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, the, the rich rich guys that, that want to play like they're uh, uh, a working guy or play like they're a redneck or something, they got the big coolies and yeah, and pick up four parking spaces if they yeah. if they can get into a parking space. Yeah. Uh, well, today I've seen, uh, the last couple of days, I've seen multiple ones where they, they hang over into the back space. And, and then yep. the other idiot is, the idiot that leaves his trailer hitch in all the time. Oh, yeah. That banged a shin or two on those. Yeah, well, you know that's illegal. You're really not supposed to leave them in. You're supposed to take them out. And if I was a cop, I would go around and write summons. I'd walk through every parking lot in the state of New Jersey and write summonses for the idiots to leave them, them in. Because I used to nail mine on my dad all the time, and then he finally started taking them out because the kids would be running through the parking lot and wail your shins on them. Oh, yeah. But it's like, remove it. Take it out. Put it in the back of your truck. Put it in your box. Like, like you'll see the guy that... Drives the truck every single day and tows his camper or trailer once or twice a year and too lazy to take the damn thing out. And then when you pull in these parking spots, they're always hanging over in your parking space. And then you say something to them, which, believe it or not, I will. You're the big bad guy. You're the bad guy. So. Yeah, that must be a thing in New Jersey about it uh, being you, you uh, actually being illegal to leave them in because I think in Florida, either that or everybody in Florida ignores it because nobody I never see anybody take them out in Florida. Never. Well, They're always left in. The point I'm trying to make is like my dad one time at Kmart <laughs> left his in and because it was, oh, the person hit him. Hit him in the rear, hit it, like ran into that and he had to pay for it because his trailer hitch was on the, a little bit past the white line in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. So, and he got, he had to pay for it to fix the, the bumper on the car because it was, it was one of those, remember those old school chrome bumpers, John, back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those old school chrome bumpers, but anyhow. But I'm getting ready for Santa Claus. I got almost all my gifts bought. And I was just hoping to have the week off, and that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So you're you're uh, going to Disney World this week, huh? Yeah, we're going to do Magic Kingdom uh, Monday morning and Epcot in the afternoon. So that'll be sweet. Try. 
That'll be nice. Yeah, it should be nice. I'm looking for some gift cards. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm looking forward to some pictures from uh, my buddy John during the day being there. Yeah, yeah, I should be able to post some of the Christmas stuff. It's actually supposed to be uh, uh, nice and uh, uh, seasonal weather-wise, too. I think a high of, like, 60. So that'd be nice. Well, I've seen Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon. One of them is uh, closed because of weather, or maybe both of them now. Well, Typhoon Lagoon's still doing a refurb. No, that's right. Yeah, Blizzard, they're still working on that. Yeah, Blizzard Beach has been open. I had them earlier this week on, on a day. But, uh, yeah, they've been closed. They were closed Thursday, yesterday, and today. So I don't know if they're going to be open tomorrow or not, but then Monday, Tuesday, we're supposed to get chilly weather again. So I don't know. Yeah, well, i got to get oil for my snowblower. Did I tell you the idiots brought the snowblower out with no oil? Well, you, at least you finally got it. You you were telling me that one time that they said you were going to come have to pick it up or something. No, they brought oh, no, it out. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't put together. That's what it no, was. it wasn't put together. They sent it back. They, they re-returned it. It was supposed to be here between 8 and 10 and on Monday morning. And my wife waited around all morning. Or between yeah, 6 and 10 on Monday morning. It ended up coming at 5 minutes of 7 on, on Monday night. So I lost my okay, mind sure. over that. Well, I called in. I ended up. I got all kind of stuff, John. I lost my mind, <laughs> believe it or not. But it shows up. I go out I go out to start it the other day and I fill it up with gas, get it out cuz I want to, you know, I wanted to get it running all and uh I go my neighbors with me goes, "Oh man, that's nice. New club cadet, blah blah blah. We're all talking about it." Yeah, I'm going, mm, 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 "Mantle, mantle, very strong, very powerful." <laughs> <laughs> We're both out there scratching our heads and rubbing our belly, mm, mm, just looking at it. Go. Doug's going, come on, Snow! Snow, I dare you! I double dog dare you! Yeah. Snow! Yeah, well, I, between me and you, John, I brought it, bought it to never see snow again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I kind of figured. But anyhow, we're both out there like Tim, <clears throat> enjoying it. And uh, I go to, uh, I'm all ready to pull it. I go, let me check. I bet they didn't put oil. I wonder if they put oil in it. And my my neighbor Jay goes, ah, they had to put oil in it. Dude, I took the dipstick out. There wasn't a drop of oil in that damn thing. I'd have burnt the bearings right out of it starting it. Oh, yeah. And it would have been your fault. Yeah, well, the thing is, I call up and I bitch and moan. And in the crate, it's shipped with oil. Because I call Club Gadet, not Home Depot. So Home Depot is going to hear it again from me when I go in there tomorrow to get my oil. I'm going to let them know. When they're shipped out in the crate, they are sent with the oil, which all you know how you buy a, uh, what you call a power washer. You buy a long, you buy any of these tools. They always send a packet of oil with it. Yeah, the little bottle that you. Yep. Uh, yep. Your initial bottle. Yep. Yeah. They sent no. They sent the oil, but the, the sons of guns who put it together for me forgot to put the oil in it. So thank God I didn't burn it up, dude. But. Now I gotta go yeah. out and buy some 10W30 to put in my snowblower, and I'm ready for the year, Johnny. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe you'll be lucky to want snow. Maybe it'll work. I'm praying to God, dude. I hate snow. I again, if I'm going skiing when I was younger, going to try to find some snow bunnies, hanging at the lodges, lodges, skiing, snowboarding, I'm all into it. I want to take Brenda, have a nice holiday, nice weekend. Do a little horse and carriage. I'm all into that, dude. I told her that if we moved to Florida, I'll take her up to Poconos, Vermont. You know, where you can enjoy the snow. Shoveling the snow and then going to work is not fun to me, John. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't enjoy it much when I was up there. 
you notice where I came back to. Yes. So. God bless you, Johnny. But anyway, let's get into what we're here to get into. Uh, Bob Iger... Uh, bah, 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 Bob Iger reportedly thought former Disney CEO Bob Chapek was incompetent and the fans were falling out of love with Disney. You think? So maybe they do listen to our show, John. <laughs> Dude, so many people are falling out of love with Disney right now. You have no... I mean, I, I can see it from up here. I know... I, I know you see more of the joy, but with me booking trips, John, I see it like I'm listening to it like every day. And it, it it's it's not good. People are not happy, especially with lighting lane and paying for it. That's the biggest thing I'm hearing even more. When I go to book a trip and I gotta tell them they gotta they gotta pay extra for that, they, they lose their mind. And I think you can see why. Yeah, uh, honestly, Doug, I am amazed at people on the bus talking about it and and how flippant it is. It's like, uh, we'll just, uh, okay, let's do this, do that. Uh, uh, well, let's do uh, Guardians of the Galaxy again. Yeah, well, you, you can pay for it. Yeah, yeah sure. It's like, really? Uh, I don't know where people get their money from, but uh, oof, uh, I just can't imagine spending that much all the time no. on, on, on a ride. Well, if you listen to the news, uh, credit card usage is at an all-time high, and that's why the Fed just keeps raising rates. I've never seen anything like, we're going to punish you and raise rates when we're... I, so let's cripple people so they can't afford to buy so we can drop inflation. That makes sense to me, don't it, John? Let's raise all your bills and make you go broke, but it will drop inflation. I, I, I don't know. I'm not an economist. No, it just doesn't make. I, I I own business and it makes no sense to me at all. But that's just me. But a new article by the Wall Street Journal shed some light on the removal of Chapik as Disney CEO and subsequent return of Iger. Well, it was the most complete account so far published on the crisis at Disney. Much of the circumstance surrounding Chapik's out out, out ousting where we were known just days after Iger's return, but the latest article reveals more about the role the CE, CFO Christine McCarthy influenced of Disney blogs and message boards and possibly park boss Josh DeMarco leaving the company. You know, they're saying DeMarco was, he's still on the fence. He's, he's been thinking about, Josh DeMarco almost quit it, saying. Uh, more notably, Chris... Team McCarthy allegedly took matters into her own hands and directly called Iger about returning as CEO without speaking to the board. We had previously heard that McCarthy spearheaded the effort via Susan Arnold on the board, but the latest report underlines the direct role in Chapik's removal. So she did not like Cheapy Chapik too much. I don't know many people that did. I don't know anybody that did it. I don't even know. Uh, probably just his family. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, McCarthy took matters into her own hands on November 16th without her com without having confronted her boss or seeking board approval. She called Mr. Iger to gauge his interest of returning. On Friday the 18th, Miss Arnold called, called with her offer, referring to fans turning against Walt Di the Walt Disney Company, 
The article suggested that Iger was very concerned about the Harris Poll reputation report with Disney, Disney dropping by two tiers from an excellent rating in 2019 to a good rating in 2022. That, I, that's awesome to hear. It's sad to hear, but it's awesome to hear that actually something's being said that people aren't happy, John. I suppose, Doug, but seeing as it's my employer, I can't actively root for the company to fail. No, so, you know. dude, I don't want it to fail. It's it's kind of like yeah, you don't want them to fail, but you want them to stop smelling themselves. They think they're so great, you know. It's kind of like when you get that great athlete when he starts putting his finger up to the fans, you know. Yeah, you're rooting for your team. Like, I'm rooting for the team, but I'm not rooting for the board, John. You know? You know, when uh, when one of the players, you know, starts, you know, mouthing off and chirping like he's bigger than the rest of the team, you know, and that gets aggravating. Even casual Disney theme park pa fans blame Mr. Chapik for changes they dislike. Park visitors posted videos on TikTok, Instagram, saying ride clothes for repair were Chapik's. Bob Chapik became a meme on fan sites, message boards, referring to the CEO's reputation for cost-cutting and higher prices. Well, that was the other thing, too, dude, over the past few years. You're paying so much more and getting so much less. You know, and that just goes with just flat-out just park entertainment and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, park prices going up, but taking away bands like Off Kilter and, you know, all this stuff, the British Invasion and everything that we love. And I think that was a, I think that was a major kick in the you-know-whats, John. What about you? Yeah, yeah, but I, I think some of that might have actually happened while Iger was still there. So, I mean, Off Kilter's been gone for years now, so. Yeah, well, and, well, and also bringing back, like, none of the, uh, getting into fights with all the uh, entertainment as far as like the plays and all the shows and taking so long for them to come back you know it's just been it's just been a big mess and and you know I will never came back what's that you know who never came back Doug was the damn chainsaws you know I really miss the chainsaws in Canada no that was the best thing that ever happened if if he I actually know. said if Chapin came out and said he was the one that got rid of them I'd have maybe changed my opinion of him <laughs> Really? You you made that decision? Okay, all right. You're okay then. Yeah, you're not all bad. Right. You're not bad, dude. Uh, the report goes on to say that it calls to Iger senior Disney executives were concerned that studio chief Alan Bergman and park head Josh DeMarco, DeMarco would also quit the company. The company was failing its fans, its employees, and its investors. Well, I don't think it was failing its investors because they, they were making plenty of money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing fine. Yeah, good old rich boys and girls are not having a problem. It's the fans that are the ones for, getting. Uh, yeah. Guests, guests, and cast members. Yeah, yeah, getting the royal pooch. And I'm hope I you know I'm definitely going to be down within the next couple months, God willing, because I got to get down before this whole 50th thing ends. But dude, this 50th anniversary celebration, in my opinion, has been pretty lame. From everything I've seen, it's it's been nowhere near what the 25th was, was it, John? No, no, not even close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was honestly very disappointed with everything with the the 50th. It looked like it it looks like uh, um, you know when when you're you that rich buddy of yours in elementary school has the birthday party and you go over and 
and he's got everything. He's got pony rides, and he's got this and that. And then your broke parents try to get a, a birthday party together for you, and and they don't, they can't do it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like that, you know. Yeah. You know, we bought the we bought the pinata from Walmart or the Dollar Tree instead of the uh, actual party store, you know. And and uh, pinning the uh, pin the tail on the donkey was too expensive, so we got pin the tail on the puppy dog. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean. It, it, so. Long story short, it's just been half butted the whole way around. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It 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 feels that way to me, honestly. I. I'm not overly impressed with anything that I've seen. Even the merchandise, I don't think, is all that great. The best thing, Doug, I think, are the uh, probably one of the few things that I really like are the all statues of the different characters and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, looking at Disneyland's 50th anniversary, it just seems like they actually celebrate it with the park a lot more than Disney World did. I mean, I know at Disneyland they had um, the, the original attractions, uh, one of those was painted gold in every attraction and stuff like that. We didn't get that type of stuff. Not necessarily um, more. I just wanted to see more celebration of the original attractions and stuff. Oh. Is what I would have liked to see. And I would have so. also liked to have seen. And and don't get me like it. It's hard to duplicate that. But fifty years of celebration should also have been thanking the fans and the guests for allowing this park to be this successful for 50 years. You didn't think there'd have been more giveaways and, and more things like a year of yeah, a million like dreams. The, yeah, that, that was the best uh, promotion ever. I really love that one. Yes. You saw gave away the yeah, we, fast pass. Yeah, we lost you for you a second, John. Dream fast pass. Yeah, but getting one the coolest thing ever. Oh, uh, yeah, getting you know? dream. Dude, you were always, because we got pins one time. We got a couple things during it. And getting those dream fast passes were incredible if you got them. And and the thing is, what made it so great is it it, it intensified being there. You were always looking over your shoulder saying, is it going to be me today? Are we going to get called in line today? Because they would hand out shirts here and there. They would do a little bit of everything during when a year of a million dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah, I talked to one of the uh, cast members that I worked with. I think it was at Pirates, and he had been with Disney for like 15, 20 years at the time. And he actually, uh, when he came on board with Disney, he that was his first job, was being able to give away that stuff. So that was like the best gig ever, was uh, being that guy. So. Yeah, being a dream finder, more or less. Yeah, or dream maker. <laughs> dream or maker, was, yes. Yeah. Dream finders over at uh, uh, which one called over at uh, Epcot? Yep, our buddy uh, over there in Journey. But I, I don't know. I I I thought there would be more celebration of fans. I mean, don't you think that's what it should have been? You would think there was nothing like oh, buy your sixth night, get your seventh free for your loyalty, or giving something to uh, handing out stuff to DVC, and you know, just taking care of people. Like there was nothing. Nobody took care of anything when it came to this year. And and it seemed like the only thing they did is have some merchandise and and just make a bunch of special food. And it's all chargeable. Like, nothing was really given. Am I wrong? No. No, I don't I don't think there was. I mean, and, and even, like, the the banners that are up and stuff, they they look very carnival-like. They yeah, they're cheesy. They like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and as I guess we would say as cheesy as the wand was over at Spaceship Earth, I like the wand. I like I the wand myself. 
I like the wine so, myself too. You know, it, and it it was cheesy, but it was cool cheesy. Um, the stuff here, it looks cheap cheesy. So you know, I don't know. Yeah, Very just just like they. I mean, I'm on the outside, probably looking in. I like the saucers hat. I just wish it would have been put somewhere else. Like I didn't like it blocking the Chinese theater, but I loved the saucers hat. And they knew that was, they did that out of being pissed off at the Chinese theater. They were covering it up. That was Disney's way of getting rid of it without getting rid of it. But don't you wish they'd have took that saucers hat and like put it out the front of Hollywood studios and made a store out of it? Yeah, like I, the, the I animal kingdom one. I, I don't, I still don't know why that it's not out front. I mean, they could have done something with it, but I don't know. They got rid of that. They got rid of the water tower at uh, Hollywood studios. Yeah. Too. And I don't, I don't know why either one of those couldn't have been repurposed somewhere else for something. I don't know why the Earful Tower was taken away. I mean, the Earful Tower could have stayed back there regardless of them taking away what they did. That could have just been yeah. moved a little bit over to the studio side and repainted what? it if you wanted to put Disney Hollywood Studios on it. You know what I mean? Put, they should have repurposed both of them. It was just sad. They don't, want to pay, they don't want to pay to do it is what it was. Put it out there in the median where uh, uh, the Tower Terror sign used to be. And now there's nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that store, that saucer's hat, if you'd have put that out front, like the store that's at Animal Kingdom, would have been perfect out there. Yeah. So, I don't know. But Walt Disney Imagineering celebrates 70th anniversary with a short film highlighting milestones from, milestones from the last seven decades. So, I think this is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Let me see. Let me see. WI celebrating a date with a new short film produced by iWorks and Company, the studio behind the Imagineering story. On It's over on Disney+. Plus. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I will be over there sometime this weekend to watch this, John. It's called Celebrating 70 Years of Walt Disney Imagineering. So... I'm looking forward to that. So if you have Disney Plus, it's a new little film they put on there. I, I like I love all old history content, John. Give me more and more and more. Yeah, that stuff's very interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. Disney Mind get a load of this one. Have you heard of trouble down there, John? What's that? Well, it says Disney remind ge reminds guests to behave at Walt Disney World or be asked to leave. And this is on the site that you liked, not the one you don't, John. Okay. In recent Walt Disney World website update, Disney has taken steps to remind guests to behave or they will be asked to leave. Uh, the, the, the new section of getting ready for your visit to Walt Disney World Resort page titled Courtesy, it says. Uh, Disney has a courtesy section in general in its general Walt Disney World property rules, but the latest addition makes courtesy more prominent. Putting it alongside theme park reservation, health and safety, and my Disney experience, you, you can get, take a screenshot of the update. It's below. It, it tells you, uh, I guess fans have been acting up more. Uh, the reminder to guests to behave may be a result in, re in recent increase in unruly guest behavior at the theme parks. Dude, I'll say this to I'm blue in the face. I, I think the extra charging on top of, of, of what you're already paying is rubbing people the wrong way with people buttoning in mind, John. 
If you're on Rise of the Resistance and you pay an extra hundred and then somebody else comes and butt in front of you, you want to... Dude, I pay an extra hundred dollars. I don't want nobody in front of me to you. <laughs> Not going to start a fight, but yeah, I just... Yeah, that would be frustrating. Yeah, I just think all the price gouging in general puts you even in a more of a bad state of mind, John. So... And plus, in our whole country right now in a whole, nobody wants to be told no and you're not allowed to punish anybody for being bad anymore. Everything has an excuse. When I grew up, you did something wrong, there was no excuse for it. You paid the price. Your mom let you, My mom didn't let me get away with nothing, John. Zero. If I even tried to make an excuse that somebody else did it, I got cracked again. You know better, <laughs> she would tell me. You were stupid enough to follow them? That even makes you that even makes me matter that you were dumb enough to listen to them. <laughs> you, you know what I'm getting at there, Johnny? Oh yeah, there's there's no personal responsibility anymore with uh, uh, things like that. So. No, everybody's so damn entitled. Like they, they feel like they can do or say anything they want anymore, which I do and say what I want, but I also expect repercussions if I do say it. So but Hands-on look at the new Disney DuckTales World Showcase Adventure, now open at Walt Disney World. I love all these little things that they do, John. want to see if this this has a price. I wonder if they charge you. They, they charged you. They didn't charge you for uh, the other one, uh, Dora the Explorer, did they, John? Uh, Dora the Explorer is the universal, sir. Uh, oh, uh, Perry the Platypus and... Uh, what was... Uh, Kim Possible, no. Kim Possible is what it was. My bad. They didn't charge you for Kim Possible. So, but this is cool. They have a. It's pretty cool. Like over at the uh, Germany Pavilion, John. You know how the little girls come out. The or little boys. I think it's little girls come out and blow the horns. Up on the. Yeah, when the when the clock goes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now they have a, a duck up there. And he has a watch out, like a, a, a what you call it, like a compass out, which is pretty cool. So there's all special things and special special things around Epcot to explore. So I'm all into that, dude. Get your head. I mean, I know you're going to be using the phone, but at least get your head out of the phone to see stuff. <laughs> there you go. Uh, three years after it originally announced, Disney Ducktales at World Showcase Adventure is now open at Epcot. Uh, Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure replaces the 10-year-old Phineas and Ferb World Showcase Adventure using the new, new storyline, the Play Disney app, and updated physical props found throughout World Showcase Pavilion, which is pretty cool. Disney DuckTales World Showcase Adventure invites guests to join Scrooge McDuff, Donald's nephew, Huey Dewey, and Mr. Louie, Launchpad and Weeby, or Webby, uh, Buena or Buna, in search of a priceless treasure. Most of the action takes place on your phone in Play Disney app. But most missions also trigger physical physical set pieces hidden in the pavilions of World Showcase. It never gets old when you're on when you're a gameplay on the phone makes something happen in the physical world. So that is really cool, isn't it? Yeah, maybe I'll have a chance to check it out on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. That would be awesome. Uh, they have some things around the urns in Germany, all different. Uh, the the steins, not just the urns. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a big difference. Yeah, the there is, John. Urn. Yeah. Okay. 
but anyway, go uh, go check this out, Johnny, if you can. I think it'll be really cool. Your first choice is to find the country to play. Most Epcot World Showcase countries are included. China, Mexico, Norway, Germany, Japan, France, and the United Kingdom. Why the heck was America left out? We're always left out, John. Uh, I guess... I guess because there's not a whole lot of areas to explore in America. You know, I mean, really, we got one ginormous uh, building and then the theater across the way. That's about it. Well, if you ask Pat, that theater ain't in America. Well, that's why I said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I had to double down with it, dude. Is Journey in the Water ever going to be done, John? What's going to open first, Journey in the Water or Tron? Uh, neither one. I wouldn't be shocked if neither one did open. But um, I am excited about... I'm so excited about... One, I like Moana. But two, I'm so excited about Journey in the Water just to get all the damn walls down on World and in, in Future World. That would be so nice. Have, I, my, have my Epcot back. Yeah, again. dude. I just want it back. Uh, refurbishment to come into Disney Grand Floridian Resort Lobby at Walt Disney World. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to... I hope they don't change none. I hope they just spruce it up because I do love the lobby at the Grand. Even though I don't feel like I fit in, I do love the lobby. I would imagine they're not doing much. Maybe maybe new carpeting or something. What do you think? Repainting? Yeah. That's probably not it. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I wish I could do what I do down all these stinking casinos at all the resorts at Walt Disney World, John. There you go. So it's basically sure all we do. You find a job? Yeah, I think I could. That's all we do is go down like at the Brigada. We were redoing all the bathrooms in the water tower, the water club, and downstairs we did redid the high roller pit. You know what I'm saying? The the high roller slot pit, hundred hour slot machines, John. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> Ain't that wonderful? Hundred dollar slot machine. Who has that money, John? Not us. I guess all the idiots spending money for the extra magic hours at Walt Disney World. Oh, I said idiots again, John. But second date sells out for Disney After Hours event at Hollywood Studios, John. What are you going to pay now? Like 500 bucks a night to go get on Rise of the Resistance? Something like that. Well, hopefully some of these other things fail, John. Uh, like uh, the way uh, the the Star Cruiser has. I hear nothing about the Star Cruiser, John. I, I mean, I don't. I thought we got a few bookings at the agency, and it's been, it's been nothing but crickets, John. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> you bring that up, and you say the price. They look at you like you're one of the guys in the cantina, one of the, <laughs> one of the Star Wars characters. Yeah, I talked to one of the coordinators, and she she actually spent some time over at Star Wars filling in for the drivers over there when they call in sick and stuff. And she said the one of the biggest complaints they're having is that obviously the guests know they're not really in space, but everybody will not break character. They will not break show. And so, like, if you leave something in your car, you can't go get it. You, you cannot – I mean – I guess if you, you know, obviously they're not going to kidnap you, but they tell you that you're not allowed to leave the, the area. You can give your keys to the concierge and tell them what you're missing, and they may be able to go back to Earth and get that item for you. But, I mean, that's the type of 
condition. So if you leave your blood, if you leave your blood pressure medication in the car, you got to fight with them again. I, 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 that's what I was thinking about. I mean, what if the medicine? You know, I mean, what if your child has uh, diabetes and you left his uh, cooler full of insulin out there? You know, I mean. Or or, some, or left your phone. You can't even have a Disney trip without a phone anymore. So yeah, yeah. yeah but no, these nights John sell again between one twenty nine and one forty nine a night. So I mean, if you look at the price of park ticket, you're probably get, you're you're not an idiot because you probably get to do more with that three or four hours than you get to do a whole day in the park. Uh, you guys if had they will, if they really control the. The amount of tickets sold. Yeah, yeah, that's the question, John. If it's as crowded as the regular crowds, then you are an idiot to deal with that. Cause yeah. I didn't. So, uh, tornado watches were out there this week, John. You had some bad weather? Yeah, we had that front came, come through that uh, what rolled all the way across the country, but nothing, uh, that's a bit dramatic. I don't think we, we might have had one in North Marion County that uh, might have had a watch, but no, no uh, tornado struck uh, Disney. Not by any means. So. No, we, uh, yeah, it just said there was a watch. It didn't say there was one, but I'm just saying you guys had inclement weather. We got a ton, I mean, an absolute ton of rain up here. And it was so wonderful. I go downstairs and early in the morning to see how water in the basement or whatever. And I go over to the sub pump and the sub pump's clogged. It's not working right. So I go over to clean out around the top of it. I get it all cleaned up and uh, the the hose clamp pops off, and I get soaked at f 5 o'clock in the morning with uh, sub-pump water, John. Nice. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I had to get it out of the water, lift it in the air, get the water to stop spreading. And I had to let it hit me in the chest and face until I could lift it out so it didn't shoot all over the ceiling, if you get what I'm saying, John. So, <laughs> Uh, I got the hose clamp back on and got it pumping out, but it was a wonderful way to start your day, John, getting sprayed by a sub pump. The cold rainwater, huh? Yeah. Uh, more new operational signage added to Epcot's monorail station. So they're redoing all the ticket and transportation center signage and all. The new look at the Epcot monorail station appears complete with its recent addition of new operating hour boards. Uh, what times do we operate? What time does the monorail operate, John? Uh, usually it's an hour before the park's open. Yeah, it's a, it says operation hours here are 8 a.m. to 12.30 a.m., John. Yeah, long yeah. day. Very long day. Yeah. yeah, they're not down for very long. Nope. Love it. I love the monorail, dude. I absolutely love the monorail. Uh, the new walkway, I tell you what, they did some beautiful stonework over there at the Magic Kingdom. They got a new look, a look at the completed Center Street walkway refurbishment at the Magic Kingdom, John. That's that one side street there. They got that all redone, so that really looks beautiful. So you'll be able to walk there, and that'll ease up some crowds, because me and Brenda like to slide down there when it's really crowded just to get some breathing, you know, and go in the little stores down that, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you got new Figment-inspired merchandise coming to the 2023 Festival of the Arts. It's all Figment coffee cups and stuff like that. So, uh, First look, they got a barrel of monkeys, John, at the uh, 
First look inside Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios alongside news of opening delay. Has anything opened up one time at Disney in the past, like, three or four years, John? Lightning Lane. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one, John. I might even be proud of you for that one. <laughs> yeah. Disney has today announced that Toy Story Land's new table service restaurant will open at Disney Hollywood Studios in spring of 2023. I thought it was supposed to open in uh, winter. But it is pretty cool. They got like a wooden train up top. They got, uh, and then they got the barrel of monkeys string across the ceiling. I used to like playing with a barrel of monkeys when I was a kid. John, what about you? Yeah, they were fun. In a post on the official Disney's Park blog, Imagineer Ben Van uh, Balsencom said, In this wild western setting, you can find a stream train, a, a steam train, not a stream train, that jumped supported by colored pencils suspiciously impressive house of cards a game board featuring beloved characters from toy story films to fill the stands of rodeo rodeo area andy has a decorated the cardboard box with hand-drawn audience members the dining room also features the rodeo star performer jesse trixie and bo peep with her leaping sheep Billy Goat and Gruff. So, yeah, you got a little bit of everything in this place, John. It kind of looks like, you know, Toy Story Land. It's just, it's everything that's already in Toy Story Land. So, I'm just curious what's going to be uh, the complete menu when it's finally open. And if it's going to be yeah, a lot of shade for people to go hang out in. Yeah, hopefully the food's good, so... Yeah, that's the main thing. And reasonable. Uh, I'll tell you what, that new Feedy figure installed at Epcot Journey in the Water, that's a big that's a big grass feature, John. A big topiary, let me tell you. Yeah, it is. A big monster looking thing, isn't it? Uh, new trailer for Encanto at Disney Hollywood Bowl streaming for December 28th on Disney Plus, so curious what that's going to be all about. I don't see much else here, John. Just Disney Plus rage is going to be raising prices again. That keeps coming out. Disney Strange World coming to Disney Plus in time for Christmas. And did you see that new uh uh what the hell's the name of it? Uh Wendy or what what is it? Uh, not, it's that new one. It's it's basically Disney's version of Lord of the Rings. It looks like John. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Wicked. Wicked. I mean, I mean, Disney gets mad at people for copying their stuff. I mean, could that? I mean, is that? Could that be any? Remind you any more of Lord of the Rings than what Lord of the Ring than than it possibly could? Well, that was that was actually a movie back in, in the eighties. Uh, they made the, they made a movie of uh, with him in the 80s, and so this is supposed to be a further uh, storyline with him. But yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of. Uh, uh, I mean, fantasy's hot right now. Fantasy's uh, certainly really really big. I mean, Game of Thrones, and then the second part of Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings has got that Amazon show. So yeah, yeah, fantasy's uh, 
it's a popular genre. Remember a couple of years ago, uh, Doug, it was zombies. So be happy it's a uh, uh, fantasy now. Well, yeah. it was <laughs> never zombies. It was never zombies for this idiot over here. I don't like. <laughs> I, I think you're out of your mind if you pay to get scared. That's just my opinion. I've never seen a single episode of The Walking Dead, and I am so proud to say it. <laughs> I'm on the opposite end of that. I'm not a big fan of Walking Dead because I don't like slasher stuff. But as for like scary, creepy stuff, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I mean, I've got that's what I listen to. My podcasts are scary stories. So I I don't know why, but I'm driving in dark roads in the middle of the night. I, nothing makes me happier than a big cup of coffee and a scary story to listen to while I'm driving down in dark roads. Well, yeah. me, I, I, I do like the true kind. I do like true, true crime podcasts and stuff like that, and crime and sports and small town murder stuff like that. I like all those podcasts. I just don't like slasher. Like you knew, I thought Brenda was an absolute. I wanted to go out with her because our first date was uh, Silence of the Lambs, and I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have seen that with anybody in the world but her. Let me put it to you that way. Silence of the Lambs is actually a very good movie. It's a great series of books too, but that's not a slasher film. I, it's I mean, just, the ones that I don't, dude, I mean, the ones I don't like are Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, and Halloween, and those because they don't have any storyline. No. Uh, Silence of the Lambs got a great storyline too. So. But without her taking me, there was no other girl that would have made me go to that movie. <laughs> period. And I've never watched it since. I have no interest in it. And. The other one I did go see her. What was the one with the of uh, Freddy? The one with the claws? Yeah, see that those are just the silly ones. Yeah, I, mean, I went to the Echelon Mall and took her to see that, and that was like I wanted. A, I looked at her the whole time. It was the only thing, only thing that got me through the movie because I thought it was so stupid. You you just wanted her all jumping up in your lap is what you wanted. Well, dude, I am Captain Handsome. I didn't even have to take her to a scary movie okay. for that. Come all on. Right. I got you. Dude, I used to, when I was younger, I used to have to write off limits on me to just get some peace and quiet, John. <laughs> Please do not touch. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm busy today. Yeah, I'm busy today. But, no, I'm more of a, a Wedding Crashers, uh, Dumb and Dumber, Sopranos, uh, Goodfellows, Godfather kind of guy. They're my kind of movies and stories. I like those, too. But I, I, I love good scary stories. And I like scary stories more than I like true crime because at the end of the day, I know all that's fiction. True crime's real. And, uh, I mean, the real only real monsters out there are other human beings. And that's the scariest part of all. And I don't like to deal with that. Have you ever so, listened to that crime in sports or small town murder? Yeah, I listen to a bunch of those. And I get to a point where I get burned out on them. Yeah. I get tired of hearing the same stuff. So, I, I, yeah, I listen to a bunch of both of them. And I like a, I like a podcast for the first Probably, and Doug, you got to realize my drive is an hour and a half. So I like a podcast for the first hundred episodes, and then I get burned out. I find something else. Yeah, so, well, you know? well, the difference between me and you is I don't listen to them to and from work, but I got eight hours to listen to them every day because that's why I yeah. do I do a lot of audio books. So I probably listen as much as you do, John. You know, I listen yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know, fantasy football keeps me going most of it, but I just got done listening to a bunch of mafia books from around here from Atlantic City and and Penn Philly and the Philly mob and all I enjoy that and so but no I uh I enjoy my podcast and my uh, audiobooks it's the only thing that gets me through most of my days uh, how do I get to work believe yeah. me I know what you mean uh new grilled chicken sandwich John 
New grilled sandwich, sweet and sour salad with shrimp or chicken, Lunar lemonade and Sully slush at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. Cafe, they look pretty good, John. Nice little oh, change. Nice to have something different in there. Yeah, it looks like they have some udon noodles in them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. The grilled chicken sandwich is twelve fifty nine, John. Quick, quick, Doug. Who's the entertainer in Cosmic Rays? Oh, uh, well, I know this. You're now you got me off. Uh, uh, Sunny Eclipse. Oh, score for Doug. Thank you, buddy. I, I, the brain, dude. I'm 55. The brain don't kick in as quick as it used to. It needs a, <laughs> it, I actually have to use the priming valve to get me going. Yeah, a little bit, you know. Uh, anyway, you have to use the choke to get me uh, going now. I got you. A little starter fluid. Yeah. This bun would be, the sandwich would be better if the bun was toasted, although our set for a moment before we chowed down the chicken and the slaw made the bun soggy and and almost immediately. It, it, oh, okay. It, almost, it made it soggy almost immediately. The chicken was also difficult to cut, which usually means that the tougher piece, we couldn't even bite into the chicken. Well... I don't know how you can't bite into it. What the hell is it? I'd have to, if I couldn't bite into a chicken or eat it, I would have to take that back, Jeff. Wouldn't you? Yeah, what kind, what, what kind of chicken can you not bite into? I mean, it's chick, it, it, there's, uh, as far as I know, there's not a whole lot of grades of chicken, you know? I yeah. mean, it's not like a choice and select and uh, prime and so, yeah. utility. They have a sweet and sour chicken for nine fifty nine. mixed greens, salads tossed, Salad topped with pineapple peppers and crispy noodles served with sweet and sour dressing. Oh, they're actually crispy noodles. They're not udon noodles. I prefer udon noodles. Uh, they love. They, they thought this was pretty good. And then they have another sweet and sour chicken salad, which is eleven fifty nine. So they like that pretty much. And that is, what does that come with? Mixed green topped with grilled chicken, pineapples, peppers, crispy noodles, served with a sweet and sour dressing. I would try that. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, it, I mean, it, not based on their review, but it certainly looks, sounds good. So. Yeah. What else? I don't see much else here, Johnny. I don't it's see right. really much about else. To get, about to get to the uh, zone out anyway. And then they got some Fantasia and new merchandise available, but not much else. So you working a Christmas? You working Christmas Day? You working that weekend? Yeah, I'll be I'll be working uh, all the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I'll have Monday and Tuesday off, so we're probably going to celebrate Christmas on Monday and then take Tuesday to uh, chill out a little bit, and then I'll work uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And probably have Monday or Tuesday off that week. So. Okay. Well, you all then we'll try to do the show Christmas Eve, maybe. That's up to you. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll be happy to record on the way home, but yeah. I, I thought maybe you guys would have plans. So. No, I'm taking the girls all out to the lake house on Friday night. We're going out Friday night to watch, uh, to go to dinner. We're going to this beautiful restaurant around the corner, about 15 minutes from my house. I took them there last year. So I'm taking the girls out Friday night uh, for Christmas dinner. The four of us are going. And then Saturday, the it's Christmas Eve, and the Eagles play the Stinking Cowboys Christmas Eve night. So that's okay. where I'm going to be. So 
I'll talk gotcha. to you. We'll get to wish everybody a merry and jo- merry, 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 merry Christmas, and uh, we'll do a show. And I'll keep you company on the way home, unless you don't want to talk to me on Christmas Eve. I I think I can handle that. Be something to look forward to. Yeah, we'll talk some Christmas. We'll do some Christmas talk from around the parks or something like that. We'll have some fun. We won't won't keep you super long, but we'll be able to wish all of the you know all of our friends and family of the show a very merry Christmas. That sounds like fun and. I'm just hoping my Eagles don't look past the Bears tomorrow because I don't want Fields running for 200 yards against us tomorrow because we're thinking about the Cowboys. There you go. It can happen. Yeah, it can. I just hope Doug Peterson knocks the stinking Cowboys off tomorrow because the Jaguars play them, and they've won four out of their last five, so I'd like to see them beat, yeah, them, beat yeah, the Cowboys. All of a they're, they're, uh, certainly my uh, other two Florida teams are certainly playing a lot better than the Bucks right now and a lot more exciting to watch. That's for certain. The Dolphins had a, a disappointing game last week, but for the most part, they uh, uh, Tua's got something. And that wacky, weird, accountant-looking coach, uh, they've got something going nice down there in, in Miami. So Yeah, dude, he uh, looks like something from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, don't he? He's an accountant. I swear to God, he looks like a, a CPA. But, mm-hmm. man, he's, 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 he's good. He's got it going. So. Uh, uh, uh. Remember that? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember Dan Dan the Drywall Man was actually the coach in that stupid movie. Yeah, there's there's stuff in that movie that don't stand up well with uh, uh, 2022 sensibilities, you know what it is? Dude, <laughs> <If you see. laughs> with, with 2022 sensibilities, 90% of the shows from the 70s to, 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 to 2000 wouldn't even be allowed on the air. <laughs> There'd be a cry about every single one of them. Every one of well, them is politically incorrect, John. Well, the, the, the one that I'm thinking about in Revenge of the Nerds is pretty uh, pretty graphic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there. But like the, like the comedian says, like uh, some of it is just a joke. And we got to take we You, you got to laugh at yourself every once in a while, John. Not everything is meant for bad intentions. You know what I'm saying? A lot of jokes yeah. also wake people up. If you if it brings attention to it in a better way than just sitting there screaming on your soapbox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many times have you joked to your friend like, uh, yeah, you stink, and you're making a joke of it. You smell like that. Or you're really trying to tell him to go out and buy some deodorant without telling him to go buy some deodorant. <laughs> yeah, you get me? Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. the whole point, you know? So... But yeah, there's so many things that would be so politically incorrect. But anyhow, John, I'll let you go. You almost home? Yeah, parked at Sunoco, ready to do my five mile drop through the wilderness where I'm going to lose the phone. So. Okay, well, you have a safe rest of your journey, John. Everybody out there, please re- be be kind to one another and leave us a review over in iTunes if you want to pick on Jerry, Pete, or T- Tim. You know, go yell at all those guys for calling people idiots and stuff like that. And if you could, uh, please leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that. It means a lot to us. What do you got to tell everybody, John? Please fold your strollers. Be nice. And uh, uh, don't, don't make me babysit you. Don't smoke where you're not supposed to. Don't, don't uh, uh, use your e-cigarette where you're not supposed to. And quit walking in the bus cargo area. Please, please. <laughs> there you go. Don't get John aggravated because it, it, it's not hard to get John aggravated, is it, John? 
Oh, it, it takes a little bit. Honestly. I'm the easy going one around here, John. You're, yeah. you're, you're uh -huh. a rough one. So, but anyhow, please, everybody, be kind to one another. Be careful when you're out there doing your Christmas shopping. Don't let all the idiots and trucks and rude people cutting you off with the, grabbing their cart, bumping their cart in the, being miserable because they're out shopping. Don't let them get to you. Enjoy the Christmas spirit and enjoy your family. So, anyhow. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.